Who said that you can't do it and have it all? Well, Charlena Snyder, known as the Gold Slayer, is the epitome of just that. She is a woman of faith, a mom of four beautiful children, a serial entrepreneur, author, and coach. Charlena has led thousands of women in ministry and business. As a change agent, she leads and teaches women how to tap into a life of fulfillment and optimistic change for continuous growth. Charlena aims to help every highly driven millennial woman build fulfilled lives and brands they love by combining faith-based kingdom strategies in her coaching. Charlena is the founder of the Gold Slayers Tribe, her very own online group that fosters daily inspiration and encouragement that's sure to take one's life a business up a notch. Her vision clarity helps gold seekers acquire new skills and techniques while experiencing fresh approaches to building global brands. Her daily planners and study journals are a few of the components she has passed on to her clients to live a successful and well-balanced life. The Gold Slayer is a firm believer in writing the vision and making it plain. Charlena is definitely a queen with big dreams that has put her faith to work to create purposeful action steps towards her own definition of success and others as well. More importantly, her willingness to share her gifts and talents has captivated the attention of women from South Carolina to Africa. Charlena is the wife of Frank Snyder, the pastor of Increasing Faith, North Charleston, South Carolina. Together, they enjoy empowering every believer through motivational words of wisdom and always challenging all to take it up a notch. So without further ado, let us welcome Charlena Snyder, the Gold Slayer. Welcome to Fashion Unfiltered. Hello, hello. Thank you so much. You are welcome. I am honored for this opportunity. So thank you for sharing some of your time with me on today. <laughs> Amazing. I am happy to be here and ready to get this show on the road. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So I am going to um, just start with some facts that I was reading about you. And um, I want to draw attention to part of a sentence um, in this um, paragraph that I was reading. It says, Charlena the attention of any audience. And I want to say that I approve that statement. <laughs> I love it. Because you captivated my attention. Um, I am not sure how I came across your social media page, but it was there where I first encountered the Gold Slayer. <laughs> so, time to time, I would stalk your page. <laughs> and um, the more I did, the more I saw that you are a disruptor of some things mm. but not a not 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 a bad way you are a disruptor mm. in good ways um you are making tremendous marks on the lives of other women spiritually professionally and personally yeah and so with that being said tell me who is Charlene Snyder I know you know you're the gold slayer we know that um 
But before the Gold Slayer, before the tribe and all these wonderful things, who is Charlene Snyder? Um, I know that you came from corporate America with a background in business management. So share, share who Charlene is with us. Sure, yes. I mean, I don't even know where to begin, Donna. I'm, I'm just so much of a lot of things, as you said. Yes. I, I, I really am, but I, I definitely would say before um, anything, um, and more so, I've connected with, um, I've been connected in my spiritual journey over the past years. But so above all, I would say that I'm a servant um, first definitely a servant and more so um, over these last past years, God's been really kind of dealing with me um, in business and in ministry. And I've been mm-hmm. definitely pulled into ministry even the more, um, you know, and besides that, you know, like you said, wearing all these hats. So I am a, a pastor's wife, um, definitely a mother first, mother of mm-hmm. four small children, um, all under the age of nine. So um, if anybody can say they have mom goals or, or they momming so hard, that would definitely be me. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would definitely be me. Yes. So my husband and I, we passed their church in North Charleston inside of the, the mall, actually. And, um, you know, aside from that, I run the Gold Slayers Tribe, which is a, a group of women entrepreneurs, a women, uh, women who are all walks of life. So um, aspiring entrepreneurs, just moms, um, women in corporate America. We're just a collective group of women who want to crush goals. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you, you've been in corporate America. So how you transitioned from corporate America to, I guess, operating a a full-time business. Wow. So um, I started my journey, I would say my my first real job (laughs) in Mm -hmm. corporate America as a teller um, at a local credit union some years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I quickly ran up the ranks in um, you know, from a teller to the training department and eventually mm-hmm. working in the marketing department at the credit union. Okay. And um, I, did, I did that for about six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And um, at that time, I had met my husband, we had gotten married, and we had our first child. And I tell you what, six months after he was, or six weeks after uh, he was born. <laughs> Oh my goodness. (laughs) I got two two more for you. So we were, we had our first child and 11 months later, we had a set of twins. Wow. Had a set of twins. So um, during that time when um, I was about maybe seven, eight months along, you know, carrying twins, uh, they said you're high risk. So at that point, my uh, doctor had put me out of work for, you know, for the last two months. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, at that time, in my corporate job, um, there was a lot of turmoil. Um, Right. Were were just rocky. And, um, you know, all of the employees at that time were fair. I was out on maternity leave. And Mm -hmm. at that point, they said, you know, they emailed me, hey, really, there's no need to come back because you won't have a job to come back to. So... Um, I feel like I was pushed into entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, however, after that job and after my kids were, you know, maybe about eight or nine months, I did um, go back to corporate in, a, in mm-hmm. another field. I went into merchandising, fashion merchandising. Which oh, I have. Yes. Wow. I love that, Donna. I don't know if I, I share that with you. <laughs> 
Um, but I did go back. I was working um, in corporate, you know, an assistant to the VP of the company. And um, I miss my babies. And um, I did feel a call over my life where entrepreneurship was the way to go. So, you know, I had told my husband, I said, hey, babe, I think, I, I think I'm going to put in my notice. And he's looking at me crazy like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> are you sure? We have these three newborn babies. Like they haven't even, I think my oldest had turned one at that time. And, you know, the others were little. And I'm like, I, it was a lot, you know. Right, I right. came home just, distra- you know, distraught every, every night just with the, the pressures of corporate um, you know, with being an assistant to a VP, it was a lot of pressure. Then coming right. home, you know, newly married, new mom, it was a lot. So, right. um, you know, eventually my husband was like, okay, well, if this is what you feel like you need to do, I'm just going to support you um, going forward. So awesome. that's how we ended up here. <laughs> or at least that's awesome. the beginning. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So... You've left corporate America and um, you started, you know, entrepreneurship. And so I think I remember seeing um, the Linus Design Boutique. Yeah. So that that was the first, I guess, um, um, step towards entrepreneurship. And it looks like you spent about, what, 15 years doing that? Yes, yes. Okay. I did. I did. So um, actually, Linus Design Boutique was birthed in 2017 um, as, okay. a, as a rebrand of my graphic design business, which was previously Lena's Graphics. So oh. 15 year old, I was 16, 17 years old, and I, I fell in love with art and fell in love with graphic design. So that was my name years ago. And God told me to rebrand in 2017 to Lioness Design Boutique. So okay. I've always been, I've always been designing, always had um, graphic design as my love and passion. Uh-huh. And um, so yes, after corporate America, I dove head into Lioness Design Boutique. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, I can tell you, I tell you what, I can see, um, hey, because that website and everything yes. else, I mean, it's banging. <laughs> it I, is love banging. I love it. I love it. Now, tell me, tell someone who wants to take that leap of faith because you took a leap of faith. I mean, you took a leap of faith. So what would you tell someone who wants to take that leap of faith to start a business full-time or who just wants to follow their dreams? Uh uh Well, first, I believe if you you want to follow your dreams, you only have one life. And I say don't don't fall into a place where um, you are dreading, if it's your job, if you're dreading going to your job. Um, if you're dreading just kind of waking up and doing what you have to do, mm-hmm. why not wake up and do what you want to do? Exactly. You know? And of course, we're, you know, we're all adults and we, most of us, we do have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would definitely say, make sure that your home is in a right place financially. Right. Um, so that you can have something uh, to fall back on and not to fall mm-hmm. back on, but something as a cushion. Mm-hmm. Um, because out in these entrepreneurship streets, it's hard. 
It and really I'm, is. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of us glamorize entrepreneurship oh, as, oh, in, oh, I get to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Or I get to go on vacations anytime I want to. And real life, it's not. Uh -huh. <laughs> real life, we are, most of the time we're working by ourselves as solopreneurs. We are exactly. the editor we are the uh graphic designer we are we, we are marketing we're everything we're customer service mm -hmm. so um if you decide to go out have a plan in place definitely mm -hmm. have a plan in place what you're looking to do um and have a why have a why right and definitely have your finances in a stable condition absolutely absolutely i think that was uh great piece of advice um and as you were talking it just reminded me um uh, my husband actually uh, well we actually have a mobile mechanic business and um we started this business like in 2006 and you know he, he worked this business diligently after work um he worked for the state post authority at that time and i think it was like in 2012 he was like i think i want to leave and so i'm like okay and so, you know, of course, we, we went to our pastor and it's like, okay, this is what Troy wants to do. You know, what advice do you have? And so they, you know, shared what you just shared. Make sure you are financially stable. Mm -hmm. um, and so we put in like a, we, we came up with like a five-year exit plan. We call it a five-year exit plan. And so in 2017, of course, he left the state ports authority after being there for 17 years. Wow. Wow. And um, it's been going up ever since. Oh my goodness. I tell you what, um, I'm not going to say that there was not, not fair on my part, but because I know he had it. I, I mm -hmm. know he had it. You know, but he was a little fearful, you know. He he held his resignation for about a month before he gave <laughs> Right. But you know, I told him, I said, you know, you got this. You got yes. this. Um, yes. you know, just you know, if this is what you heard God telling you to do, then he's not gonna leave you. He's not gonna leave you standing, and so that's a great piece of advice. Um, Man, and I, I want that's that's awesome to have a supportive spouse. Yes, I mean it. Entrepreneurship is its own beast, and if you it don't is. have a supportive spouse that, like you said, has your back, or you got this, it's hard. It really it is, is hard. Mm -hmm. It is hard. And um, another point you made. You know, we glamorize this thing so much. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, like you said, we are everything. Yeah. We are the marketers. We are the um, inventory person. Yeah. Just, just everything. <laughs> and, you know, if we be real and honest with ourselves, um, you know, we'll take a step back and, you know, and just do what we do and, you know, just not make it seem like it's so easy because it's, if you're doing your business the right way, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be mm -hmm. tough. It's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, you know, there's just so many things that I've noticed about you. But um, the one thing that sticks out is your confidence. Mm. Where does this confidence come from? And then what does confidence mean to you? Wow. That's so, you know what? I, <laughs> it's funny because I was not always this way. Definitely. Oh wow! I was not always this way. I've always been 
um, the shy and quiet one, kind of sit in the back and always observe and only spoke, speak when I'm spoken to. Um, but God, you know, God kind of shifted that years uh-huh. ago. And he said, uh, sis, I need to use you, mm-hmm. but I need you to open your mouth. <laughs> I, need, I need you to open your mouth because I, I need you to be the mouthpiece for uh, women who want to say um, but feel bound. Uh, they feel bound and, and they can't say it. They feel like they cannot say what I am telling them to. So I right. need to be uh, my mouthpiece. So that confidence, it came from God. I think there's a TikTok about it. This, that confidence, wow. it came yes. from God. And, and you know, I was really in a place where I was ready to receive what he was saying. Um, and I heard him clearly. And um, something you said earlier about a, a disruptor, I definitely, definitely. Yes. And, and even on the ministry side, you know, a lot of people may not agree with um, things that I may say or, you know, places I may go or things that I may do. Mm-hmm. All for the glory of God, however. Right. But it's shaking up this uh, stigma of what church needs to look like. Exactly. What elect ladies need to look like what right. first families need to look like, what oh, children man. of pastors need to look like, um, so that we can normalize, hey, we're human. Mm-hmm. We're people just like you. We have issues. Right. Um, and not to seem as holier than thou. Right. Because people want to feel connected. Right. For sure. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we have to be relatable. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Relatable. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe you know this about me, maybe not. But I think we have something in common because, <laughs> look, I've always been that shot. Well, I, I feel like I still am. Hmm. Um, always wanting to stay behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, not, you know, I'm just like, you know, I, I, don't, I don't need to be seen. I don't need to be seen. I just think, you know, ladies, you know, we, we, we don't, we, you know, we can be seen, but not heard. Mm-hmm. But that was me. That's me. But I, I feel like um, God is tugging or pulling on me to, um, you know, move in, mm-hmm. in the forefront more. Mm-hmm. And I think he has um, started the process. Um, I would say with the boutique, but more importantly, with what I'm doing now, um, starting this podcast. Yes. It's like, uh um, I never thought I would <laughs> be here doing this, um, right. even though it's not before um, individuals, but it still takes a lot of confidence and courage to Absolutely. even do what I'm doing. Absolutely. Well, Donna, you could have uh, fooled me because the way you are modeling in them pictures, sis, oh, Lord. I would never, <laughs> I would never think that you would, you know, just be kind of quiet and not not uh, in front but I think it's very important that we uh, speak our truth and um, like you said you don't have to be the loudest person in the room because you know that comes with class and grace as well um, but you can definitely show confidence and um, share your thoughts and opinions when needed for sure exactly exactly mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say this who says you can't have it all or do it all? Ah. Because <laughs> you are the epitome of just that. Yes. You said it. Look here. I think you've been peeping my no, no, no. I'm not gonna say you've been peeping my notes. What I'm gonna say is that we're walking in the spirit. Yes. Because 
you are a woman of faith. This is what I have on my notes. You are a woman of faith. You're a wife, a serial entrepreneur, an author, a coach, and a mother of four boys. Like you said, that includes twins. Mm-hmm. And it's like affirmation or confession. I think you may have, may have answered this. A Bible verse that you live by, you know, um, because you're doing it all. And it, like you said, and it's for all for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so say that um, you know you're all over Facebook whether you're talking about your business you know you're very personable you know you share your family you know I, we see your children and we see your husband and um, you know you mentioned it earlier if people didn't know that you were a first lady, now they know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now they know. Yes. So, is it like being first lady? Wow. But before you before you answer, I want to say this because your husband is funny. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is, and ten times worse off camera. <laughs> So what what is it like being first lady? I mean, you know, he's pastor. He's a man of God. Yes. You know, he's he's walking in his calling, and like I said, he's funny with like ten wives on the end of funny. So what is it like <laughs> being first lady? Being married to Pastor Frank Snyder? Yeah, I definitely cannot tell him you said that because he's, uh-uh. he's something now. <laughs> but um, so when we started ministry years ago. Um, you know, we were we were kind of doing outreach ministry, and um, but God, of course, I called called us for more. But when we first had started, one thing that my husband always assured me of that I did not listen to was to always be myself. Right. And at that point, and of course, when we were getting started, I always wanted to look the part, mm-hmm. I wanted to mm-hmm. be the part. I always would you know, look up to other <clears throat> women in ministry mm-hmm. or, you know, other first ladies per se. Right. And I to look like them. And I was young. Right. I was probably 23, 24 years old. I was young. And wow. um, it wasn't me. But one thing that I will say my husband always told me was to be myself. Right. So, of course, I had to hear that for, from God directly mm-hmm. a second mm-hmm. time. But um, it's, so the life of, you asked about the, how is it being, you know, a pastor's wife? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually love it because I get to be myself and I'm not right to conform to a certain uh, doctrine or outline or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, right. My, my husband gave me that, okay, right? Right, but right. I, he gave me that confirmation that I needed as a person to truly walk authentic- authentically as Charlena. For sure. Right. For sure. So yeah. nothing, nothing's hard for me. I get to do, I'm, I say that I'm the glue of the ministry, just like I'm uh-huh. the glue of the home. So yeah. anything that may fall short or anything that's not in order, I'm always there to pick it up or put it together because I know pretty much everything in ministry as well. Right, and I tell you what, um, I can't, I'm not speaking from experience because I don't know, but just from what I think, being a first lady is a job all by itself. It is, yes. And so I want to know, how do you balance being first lady 
and raising these, you know, mm-hmm. um, beautiful boys and, you know, young ladies, you know, just these precious babies mm-hmm. and still trying, you know, and maintain your values and morals because, you know, we live in a world that, in a society that's gangster. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> and it's so easy to conform. And so, yes. how do you how do you keep that balance? Because, you know, you first lady, you know, you got that part, you know. Um, but when it comes to your business, it's like, you know, you don't want to conform to the world, but you know that you, you got this business and so you have to relate. So how do you keep that balance? Well, for sure, uh, for starters, I, uh, for myself, I always have personal values and personal morals. So mm-hmm. as a person, as Charlena, there are just certain things that I won't do. I won't right. say places I won't go um, and things that I won't entertain. So that's, that's right. just me as a person. Um, mm-hmm. wh- whether I have these titles or not, whether I am a mother or not, I've mm-hmm. set these things in order so that I can live a balanced life for myself. So when I am brought up against, um, you know, there's issues at my children's school because now they're a little bit older and they're Mm -hmm. having friends and talking back and all this stuff. First, I Mm -hmm. have to remember my morals and my values. So before I run up in the teacher's face or the principal's face, I have to now step back. And honestly, most of the time I don't look at the title of first lady or that my mm-hmm. husband's a pastor uh-huh. one I'm a mother before that so I'm, I'm going to protect my babies I'm going right. to love my babies and I'm going to make sure that their well-being is first so right. if it is speaking out um, in a respectful manner to whomever it may be concerning my children then I'll do that um, right. of course profanity and all that stuff it doesn't have to come into play but um, I will, I will protect them. I will right. um, share my opinion. So um, even if there's something going on, you know, just say, you know, with my husband or whatever the case is, I mm-hmm. always remember my morals and values as a person, as Charlena. Right, right, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, you know, for me, I, I'm just gonna say, you know, my um, oldest will be 24 to um, actually on Monday. No, tomorrow. I'm sorry. Oh wow! And then the baby is gonna be 21 in a in a couple months, and so, you know, imagine having children, mm-hmm. <laughs> small children at this particular time. And so hats off to you um, for raising um, these precious babies, especially doing this in this society. Um, yes. Because things have definitely changed since I was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, hats off to you, hats off to just, you know, all of the mothers. <laughs> yes. That have these precious babies. <laughs> yeah, that they have to care for. Um, because I just can't imagine. And I, I'm going to tell you, I can't even, you know, I won't be asking the Holy Spirit to activate anything anyway <laughs> when it comes to having more babies. Right? <laughs> I'm with you on that one, sis. I got to know. <laughs> That's for sure. Look here, I'm not trying to be Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> okay, so we've talked a little bit about Charlena. We talked a little bit about First Lady. So now let, let's let's get to the goal slayer. Let's get to the goal slayer. Um, I saw you in person this years ago. Mm-hmm. I think for the first time at a Facebook event. But and I remember saying to you, "Hi, goal slayer. 
and you said hi and I want to say thank you for not giving me a side eye <laughs> wow because you know when people don't know you but you know them sometimes they, you yeah. know, they look they look kind of strange so I want to thank you for that but um that was the first time I saw you in person like I said I mentioned earlier you know I was uh, a stalker of your page for a while mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, I just continue to, um, you know, back and forth, just, you know, go to your page and just check you out and different things like that. And for a period of time, I guess over a period of time, um, I know that I was looking or searching for someone to help me with my um, sorting out some things in my business. And so during that time, I asked God to lead me to, you know, the right person. And um, I think it wasn't until we were like sheltered in during the, the pandemic. And that's when I heard the Holy Spirit. Well, the Holy Spirit showed me you. Uh-huh. Um, and mind you, this was like maybe a year, year and a half later. And so you know, I reached out to you. You coached me through some things in business, uh, you know, that helped me got to get, you know, to get the wheels turning. And, you know, I was able to implement some things and, you know, still putting some things into motion. But I just believe that, um, and I didn't know, I just believe that coming across your page and just watching you and just seeing the impact and just the grace and everything that you display and how you interact with women um it was god setting me up mm. beforehand yeah that i needed help but i didn't need anybody just got anybody to help me um you know through this process so this brings me to the next point you're known as a goal slayer and you define the goal slayer as a highly driven queen who has big dreams and puts their faith to work by creating purposeful action steps towards her own definition of success. Yes. Um, so how do you begin the process when you're coaching individuals? Um, is there one thing that you start with to get the ball rolling? Mm-hmm. I, I do know that, you know, there's no blueprint. Everybody's different. Everybody's at different levels and different stages in their business and everybody has a different business. So mm-hmm. how do you, how do you coach knowing that you have all these different facets to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So first I'll say um, a lot of women who desire for me to become their coach do the same exact thing that you do. So I'm not surprised Mm -hmm. at all. (laughs) Okay, how about that? (laughs) I I, I have to be honest, um, the women that have said yes to individual coaching um, with me, have had to gain the trust from me over a year or maybe more mm-hmm. um, because one, it's it's a large investment, right? So right. you have to feel like you can connect with the person at least on um, the majority of <clears throat> you know their life, their business, what they do or what they can offer right before you in, before you invest um, financially, right. of course. Um, but what I will say is that we have to make an agreement. When I start mm-hmm. coaching with women, we have to make an agreement that you are going to one, be honest mm-hmm. and two, really dedicate yourself to changing your mindset to growth. Right. Wow. Because right. If we are, we're, we're conditioned to believe that we cannot have it all. You mentioned it before. We're conditioned to believe that we have to 
um, work a nine to five until we're 70 years old. Mm. Let me stop right there. There's nothing wrong with working a nine to five until right. you're 70 if you love it. So right. I'll say that. Um, but we're conditioned to living the quote unquote American dream when that's not mm. even a part of your dream. Maybe wow. your dream is not even to live buy a house and to live in a certain place for 30 years. Maybe it's your dream to buy an RV and travel the world with your Mm -hmm. small family. So I like to speak to the woman right where she is. And then let's talk about where you want to go. Because if we don't have an endpoint per se, there's no way, there's no journey, there's no roadmap to get to your definition of success. Right, right, right. You just meet them right where they are. Absolutely. Amazing. I love it. I love it. I think it's safe to say that they are just as much coaches as they are boutiques. Yes. Um, (laughs) I believe so. (laughs) So tell me, what sets you apart from all of these other coaches? Yeah. So um, I believe what sets me apart is that I combine faith in business. When I needed a coach, when I was starting in business or when I was just young and dumb, I didn't know, Mm -hmm. I needed something or someone who would pray with me right? and also walk me through the strategic business steps that I needed to go through. Right. And I couldn't find that. Right. I couldn't right. find it anywhere. I'm a woman of faith. I've, I've always believed in God. I know mm-hmm. uh, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Now, I know we're going to slay these goals, but sis, can you pray over my business too? I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So how we work ethically, how we set our standards, how we work with clients and, and um, consumer or wh- whomever, we also need contracts in place. Okay, the spirit led you to do this. That's fine. However, we need a contract as well. So I wanted right. to combine that because I saw so many people being led into business and mm-hmm. things in the world and they were succeeding, but I wanted unlimited wealth. And I knew that only right. came from God. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I started the Gold Slayers Tribe or I started my journey because I wanted to mesh together kingdom building and entrepreneurship wow that's good mm-hmm. that's good um and you know what um we don't realize how important the um foundation is mm-hmm. you know um <laughs> I remember my husband was coaching with someone and I think that was the um, first time I actually seen that done. Um, Mm. This gentleman, before he even coached with him on the business side, Mm -hmm. he dealt with him personally. He dealt with him on a spiritual level, on a faith level. So that's when I saw that. I'm like, okay. And um, I've seen that again until I came across you, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I realized how important we need to have our foundation right. We need to have, you know, because if, if your marriage is jacked up, what, what do you think will happen to your business? I know that's right. If your finances that's are right. jacked up, what do you think is going to happen to your, mm. your, your your money in your business? And so we need to make sure we set these standards. We put what's important, uh, prioritize these things. 
so that when we start this business, you know, not that they're not going to be hiccups, but, you know, all this stuff, you know, we don't have to write about hubby, a wife calling you, mm-hmm. you know, starting a fight. Right. Because you, 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 you're messy, you know, you got your mess messed up, your, your marriage messed up over here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you calling me on my job or you calling me, um, you know, while I'm running my business, that's not going to work. And so I think it's so important for people to understand that you better get your stuff in order. You better make sure your finances are your marriage and order your children, whatever that may be, before you start any business. Absolutely. Because it's just not, it's just not going to work. Mm-mm. And so the, I, I appreciate the fact that you combine faith because, you know, you, you're trying to build wealth. See, you're not you're not going to be able to build wealth, you know, not with that with that kind of stuff. And so That's it. I, um, I apologize for many. I appreciate the avenue in which you um, utilize your expertise to get other people um you know, walking into their destiny. Because I am a huge advocate, you know, I'm a huge advocate of growth and learning. You know, I believe in having a coach, I believe in having a mentor, sometimes several of them. Yes, yeah. You know. Absolutely. Like you like we mentioned earlier, it's hard work if you want to do it the right way. So you need someone to assist you, to aid and guide you. Mm-hmm. And so um to have a coach because you know why is it that people don't have one you know yeah yeah I, I you know I've I've asked that question several times and um you know I think I think for the most part people's pride gets in the way mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they feel less than if they need mm-hmm. help from somebody right um, or they feel like uh, coaching is too expensive. Right. So let right. me set, let me set those myths straight. Coaching oh. is not expensive, but not having your foundation right is more expensive. <laughs> wow, that is more true. expensive because you'll have to go through the changes of all these things that you have set in place that you thought were okay by watching several YouTube videos, when you have somebody in front of you that is the blueprint, that is the cheat code that has proven success where you would like to go, or at least a proven success of the foundation, right? Um, Right in front of you that you can uh, pick up the phone or email or text anytime and get answers from, right? So people think it's too expensive, or again, pride sets in the way, and they're like, oh, I don't need help from anybody or I don't need people. And they want to isolate themselves and do business alone. Right, right, right. And I, I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've learned um, since I've started business is that, you know, the same way how it takes a village to raise your children, yes, yes. it takes other people to mm-hmm. get you to where you need to go. You can't yes. do it by yourself. You shouldn't. You don't you have shouldn't. to. No. <laughs> you shouldn't. You don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Absolutely. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just pray that, you know, my listeners, you know, hearts are open and their ears are, you know, um, open to receiving because, you know, all of the information that you're sharing today definitely will, is a game changer. It will change the, their whole trajectory, life trajectory 
um, you know, if I can, if I can say that. Um, we know that you are the gold slayer, and it's only right to have a try. It's only right to have a gold slayer try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the tribe was created in July, I think, back in 2017. So tell us a little more about this tribe. Um, why should someone join the tribe, and what are some of the benefits of being a member? Sure. So we just talked about it, Donna, and um, you talked about how we should not do business alone. We should not mm-hmm. do business alone. And the tribe is just that. So we're okay. a collection of women all across the United States. And actually, uh, we're in Africa, too. We have some. Oh, members, wow. Yes. We have some members over in Africa, a couple of ladies. Um, that join us, but uh, we're a collection of women from all different walks of life, all different um, business and industries. Um, Some may not even have a business yet, um, but they love the positive energy of the tribe. So um, we gather every month for our monthly mastermind. We have uh, experts to come on from therapists to financial investors to um, branding experts. We have it all. So every month we have a mastermind. Mm-hmm. Um, several times out of the year, we have um, live events. Of course, COVID kind of shut a little bit down last year right. before, um, but we're kind of getting back in the in the kick of things. So we have mm-hmm. live events. Um, we have social events. Of course, we have business events. Uh, we had our, our first conference on in September of last year. And I believe one of your guests uh, Keena Merriweather was, yes. uh, yes, she was a speaker for our, our first event on last year. So we're uh-huh. excited about that. Um, but the tribe is all those things. Every Wednesday we have a morning prayer every single mm-hmm. Wednesday at 7am. Um, we have corporate prayer and fasting. So we incorporate, um, our faith and we also have a good time. We have mm-hmm. a good time as well. That's important. That's important. Yes. I mean, with everything that you're doing and all that you're offering, Mm. you are definitely a one-stop shop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You are a one-stop shop. And that's awesome, you know, uh, where we can just, you know, go to that one location, to that one individual and just, you know, um get everything that we need you know our faith increase our faith yes <laughs> i know that's right and increasing our business you know just yes. the whole nine yards yes. um so in addition to all of that you have a podcast you have the gold list merch you have mm-hmm. some planners and i think i just recently came across the soap bible study method journal yes and um, an affirmation journey for young girls. So, so talk to us about those things. You know, what's the focus of the podcast? And then, you know, what made you, I guess, you know, how did the planners and the journals, journals come about? Yeah, so um, the journals that we do have, well, we have our um, Write the Vision journal. Okay. So we believe in... Um, Habakkuk 2 and 2, write the vision mm-hmm. and make it plain. Like, so we right. have the journal. Here you go, sis. What is God saying to you? I want you to write it down. Every time mm-hmm. God is speaking to you about your business, about your finances, about your family, write the vision down. So that's right. what the journal definitely is about. Um, our new soap journal, 
um, that we we um, launched, I believe it was in November of last year. Our soap journal is, <clears throat> excuse me, that is a Bible study journal that helps you deal with the scriptures. So there's a place, a place for the scripture, um, your observation, um, anything that you want to acknowledge, and then of course your prayer as well. So it has 365 pages of scripture. Once you run out, because we know there's more than 365 in there, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely a place where you can study um, the word even the more. Okay, so that's where you get okay, okay, so that's how we got the word soap. Soap is scripture, yes. <laughs> application, and prayer. Yes, okay, yes. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I like that you, you've made it interactive, mm-hmm. um, because it gives individuals control over their own increasing faith process. Yes, that's exactly, <laughs> that is exactly right, Donna. Like, wow, we, have, we share the information until we're blue in the face but we wanted to give these ladies tools that in their own home and at their own time they can write the vision you don't have to be with me per se or you don't have to be you know part of the 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 mastermind to write the vision or whatever the case is we want you to take those things home um hear from god and run with it for sure absolutely absolutely and so um, tell us a little bit more about the affirmation journal for young girls and, and, and why, why a journal for young girls? Now, existence, but we don't have a, a, a affirmation journal for young girls yet, but I don't know. Maybe that's up, up and coming. Okay. 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 <laughs> Listen, I don't, Hey, 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 Hey. I don't know because we just launched our junior Goal Slayers um, members a couple weeks ago. And that's for young ladies in the ages of, well, we did middle school until about 20 years old. So we're just launching that. That's something brand new. So I don't know. I think it's on the radar. Now you got me working. You know what? (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Maybe that's what I saw. Uh But hey. I just well, put it in the atmosphere for you. <laughs> there you go. I'll start working. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. So love it. you have two big events coming up, one in May and one in September of this year. Um, so talk to us about that. Oh, wow. So we have our second God Goals and Growth Conference in mm-hmm. September. Oh, my goodness. We're so excited about it. Um, this will of course be our second year. We've mm-hmm. had tickets going out like as soon as the first conference was over. So we're, wow. we're gearing up for that already. Uh, we're seeking some sponsors so mm-hmm. that of course it could be bigger and better. We can offer the ladies more and uh, prayerfully have a lower ticket price this year. Um, so that's coming up September the 9th through the 11th. Um, it's going to be in Charleston, South Carolina again. And then whatever God says for next year, that's what we're going to go with. Right. Um, And then in May, we will have our uh, second penthouse experience. So the penthouse is a little bit different from, of course, conference or any of our other social events. It's a a full two days of prayer. Okay. And a full two days of 
activating our action steps. So what we're talking about is our aspiring entrepreneurs, our entrepreneurs who are seasoned, they come to the penthouse to really get strategy on the future of their business Mm -hmm. so that they can put a strategy in place for growth. That's right. pretty much what it is. So okay. we, we spend the entire weekend together. We don't even take real lunch breaks. We're just eating and working mm-hmm. all day. We're creating content. Uh, whatever, whatever that looks like to that individual business owner, mm-hmm. that's what we take care of at the penthouse. We okay. want to keep it small because we definitely want to share that time um, and make sure everybody gets the attention that they need. Um, so right. it's limited to 10 ladies okay every time we have it but it's it's offered four times a year so okay a couple times that uh the ladies could take advantage of that okay mm-hmm. now i did get an opportunity to um see a little bit of what happened at the conference on last year and i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh my god look here you guys were having church up in there. That's yes. all I can say. <laughs> yes. yes, delivering what? Yes. Deliverance was in the place. It was in the place for sure. It was. Yes, it was. And um, I, um, all of the speakers were dynamic. Um, and I, you know, all I can say is to God be the glory for um, you and what you're doing in the body of Christ. Um because I definitely see that um, things are changing. You are making marks in people's lives and um, people all over. You know, you just mentioned Africa. Um, not that I would be surprised. <laughs> because, yes. <laughs> because you, um, you, you, you are the one. You the one. You be the one. <laughs> you are the one. I'm gonna change gears just a little bit because you know I um you know this this uh, podcast you know we want to inspire you know some fashion you know get people inspired by fashion so yes um <laughs> I want to just talk to you about some of your fashion beats um and uh, from what I've seen. You are a lover of t-shirts and sunglasses. Ah, yes, I am. <laughs> How did you know? Oh my goodness. I lo- you know what? Give me a pair of stretchy jeans in a minute with like a, a ladies fit tee and some sunglasses. I think I'm taking over the world. <laughs> wow. So that's your power suit. <laughs> That is my power suit. Oh, my. So, my Teddy and a fresh mani for sure. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> hey, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Gotta have that. Yes. Yes, yes. Do you have a favorite color? Um, our favorite colors. <laughs> I um, I always say that I am definitely a colorful, colorful girl. Um, I love wearing like the hot pink or like the fuchsia color. Um, I love that color when I wear it. Um, but then my husband's like, if you buy another black anything in this house, I'm gonna put it in another closet. So I, I love black. I do enjoy wearing black. 
Um, I, of course, we know that black goes with anything, but I do, I do love wearing black. Um, and a new color that I'm into is that neon. It's like it's like a neon greenish color, um, especially for the summertime. I love that color as well. Right. Right. Yes. yes. Now, you know what? I don't know if we would ever get away from black because I said the same thing. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but black is always that go-to color. I think yes. it's just. I mean, but you, you can know, never go wrong with black. That's very true. <laughs> but you know what? Let me add this too. That blue that I got from you, that is becoming my favorite as well. I'm loving that blue. It's like a royal blue, right? Yes. 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 It is beautiful. Yes. Absolutely I, beautiful. <laughs> I actually have a top that color and I'm I'm just beside myself in that top. I, I <laughs> Yellow is, I, you know, I really wasn't a color person for a very long time. I just got into color over some years. But um, I would say yellow and pink is, is one of my um, favorite colors. But that blue, you're absolutely oh, correct. Yes, yes. That blue is radiant. It is. It, it is. I love it. It's radiant. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't have to ask you this question about what you would have to have in your closet because it has to be t-shirts and jeans. <laughs> I do. And you know, I, I love wearing hats. Um, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm loving the, the, the hats, especially during the fall season. Um, that's a favorite of mine. Um, I love the knee-high boots, um, heel or no heel, I'm loving the boots. So definitely in my closet for sure. So, is there a different sense of style for First Lady, or is it pretty much the same and you just, you know, kind of like maybe tone it up a little, maybe tone it down? At least if I'm wearing my jeans to church, I'll put, I'll put some heels on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, but you know what? We have a, a casual ministry, um, so we don't get dressed up too much, um, but when I do, I do for sure. Um, I love uh, big costume jewelry. Um, I love earrings. It's like I can't walk out the house without my accessories. Um, I love um, I love the pointed heels. Those are those are a fave um, of mine. Um, let's see. So yeah, if I if I go to if at church, I'll dress it up a little bit, but kind of keep it casual as well. Yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I attend a church mm-hmm. that, that's casual, laid back, and mm-hmm. so I get it. I understand. Some days, you know, some Sundays, I'll go dress up some Sundays. Right. I'll go dress up. <laughs> right, right, exactly. We have options. <laughs> exactly. That's what that's what we want to, to share. We just want to, hey, if you feel like wearing a, you know, some jeans and a, and a blouse today, then if that's your comfort level or if my grandma comes to church she will wear her two-piece suit with her hat and nobody says anything so hey okay. <laughs> no, I, I I would not dare to <laughs> exactly and we won't dare to <laughs> yes ma'am that you know let her that's let her have her show let her do her thing <laughs> Absolutely. so where can listeners sign up for the tribe and you know follow you and you know just you know tap into you know what you are doing 
Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so I would love everyone to follow me on Facebook. I am the Goal Slayer on Facebook. Um, I am now creating a lot of different funny reels because I fell in love with creating content over the last few months and being in the house and pandemic stuff. Right. Um, so I am on Facebook as the Goal Slayer, on Instagram as the Goal Slayer. And of course, please follow the tribe. And our Instagram is at Goal Slayers Tribe, at Goal Slayers Tribe. And of course, we have an amazing community on Mighty Networks. And you can go to Mighty MightyNetworksGoalSlayers.com. And it's free to join, absolutely free. Um, However, if you want the monthly masterminds and our other um, content that we put out, it is only $27 a month. So you're definitely uh, invited to join the free tribe or if you want to join in on fun. Awesome, awesome. So listen, guys, I need you to head over to her site and go ahead and follow and like her social media pages um, because you definitely want to keep up with all of the great things that the Gold Slayer and her tribe is doing. Um, It will your life. So listen, we had the Gold Slayer here today and this has been great. So thank you again. For just sharing your time with me today. Um, We definitely, we definitely have to do this again. Absolutely. I would love to. I would love to. Thank you, dear. Until next time. Thank you, Donna. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Hi guys, that time has come. So thank you as always for listening to Fashion Unfiltered, a platform all about leveling up your self-confidence and fashion journey. You can listen to all of our episodes on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And while you are there, please share, follow, and like. You can also follow The Boutique on Instagram and Facebook at Donna M Collection. Our website is DonnaMCollection.shop. We are also located at 946 C2 Orleans Road, Charleston, South Carolina. So if you are ever in the area, we would love to see you. Once again, thank you for listening to Fashion Unfiltered.